rookie Brendan Brisson pots the game winner and VGK's 3-2 comeback over the Penguins. We'll recap that game next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, we're recording on a Sunday. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. That didn't go so well last time, did it? I just thought about that. Yeah, we did this before on a Sunday. It was a little weird. It was a little weird. It was, yeah, definitely a little quirky there. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate that. And find us wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by FanDuel. Go to fanduel.com slash locked on and right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet so chris one of the reasons you know that i felt the golden knights called up brendan brisson was for his ability to score to create space and to shoot the one-timer right and a nice setup last night on the game-winning goal alex petrangelo was very patient took his time Got the puck up ice to Ivan Barbashev, and he finds Briso. Why Why does Cassidy still call every player by their nickname? If you're an out-of-town writer, you're like, is there a glossary that kind of correlates with all these nicknames? Okay, so Briso. Good luck, good luck trying to figure out the lines then that the team tweets out with the with the emojis. The emojis, too. And yeah, exactly. So Brisson in the slot, he scores the game winner on that one-timer. Uh, sometimes, you know, VGK players try to do too much. They pass the puck around. They give up the shot. They try to be unselfish, what have you. But but not Persona. That's the part of his game that I really like because he will attack the net. And a big comeback win last night after trailing 2 to nothing after the first period of play. Marcia So and Pavel Dorofiev score and then the Persona goal. Um, and then those four goals in about four minutes' time. Golden Knights have now won three straight, Chris, and four out of five. Yeah, I mean, this is so many different ways to go here. Um, you start with the feeling after the Flames game. I mean, after the Flames game, I wrote an article talking about how this team can qualify for the playoffs, like thinking they were, you know, I mean, and there's going to be some still tough sledding ahead, but obviously after that Flames game, a lot certainly has changed. And I think a lot of this starts with you – Go back to the press conference from that Monday game. Mark Stone with the no excuses mentality. He's not going to listen to the team complaining about missing Eichel and Carlson and Theodore and Aiden Hill and blah, 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 blah. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to hear it. And I got a question, and I actually wanted to ask on Monday, and I was able to get it in in yesterday's game. Mark Stone and Coach Cassidy both alluded to the team needing to be the best versions of themselves. No one's replacing Jack Eichel dollar for dollar or Carlson or Theodore or, I mean, Aiden Hill for for lack of a better term. So it's going to take these players, you know, especially like the non-household names, Brett Howden, Pavel Dorofiev, Paul Cotter, and Brisson now is even in this category. Um, these players really need to not necessarily, as Coach said it, contribute on a nightly basis, but 
they have to be present. They need to be a part of the game and contribute from time to time because right now the Golden Knights are in a fortunate spot. Um, the top two lines are carrying the team. The third line, Brisson, obviously was very nice to see him get there, but it was a power play, so it technically wasn't a credit to the third line necessarily, but still important for that part of the lineup. So Cassidy, my question to Cassidy was, hey, where is this messaging coming from and how is the team handling it? And Cassidy right away said, well, that's coming from me and it's good that it's resonating with from the team, obviously, that Mark Stone said it. And he just went on to explain a little more about, you know, what, what was one more part of that? Okay, about drivers. He made a comment, right? He said Nick Waugh might not be that driver that Jack Eichel is, backing people off the puck with the speed and going coast to coast. But he can still do little things in his game better to, you know, make it a little less painful missing Eichel and his uh, point-per-game pace right now. Yeah, and of course, Bruce always puts things in the memory banks by watching this show. And in response to your question, too, he did have to mention the shot pass. I think he's trolling us. I'm telling you right now. I, I believe. Come on. It's just you, lo- it's not, you love the shot pass. You love the shot pass. It's the worst call in play by play history. The shot pass. That's it. not something it. that I've ever he heard loves. going back 20, 30 years in following hockey. Um, the Riley Smith tribute was awfully nice, but I don't know that I really dig Brisson or Briso wearing the number 19 just yet. I mean, after last night, I feel a little better about it. I mean, listen, Riley Smith, there's no, you know, speaking of unreplaceables, not just from a talent side and every chance I get, I love to talk about how important Riley was and is to the, the Vegas community and that every athlete in this town should really just spend a few minutes researching Riley Smith and his passion, his desire, his love for Vegas and the things that he did. Um, Brisson wearing 19, I thought that was interesting. When it happened at training camp, I mean, like, it felt like um, in the rookie camp, I believe, like Smith was gone five minutes and boom, there's another 19 on the ice. Like, the fans weren't ready for that. that. No. Fans weren't ready for that. that. No, I'm I'm definitely not ready for that. Listen, it's fine. It's it's all good. I mean, if Riley Smith would have finished his career here, he's the first number to get retired, I think. But that's obviously not the reality. And I, I might be in the minority here. I felt Riley Smith, maybe he was just holding it in, didn't want to let anything out. But I don't know. I felt felt a little soft. That was just me. I felt, and I get it, like he went from Vegas to Pittsburgh and you know, Pittsburgh's in a weird spot in a tough division, and I don't know if they're going to compete for a Stanley Cup or not. Vegas probably is, assuming these injuries get a little bit better. And, I mean, listen, how would you feel if you're Riley Smith, not to go off the rails like we always do on this show? On Sundays, it's good. It's it's acceptable on a Sunday. Yeah. Riley Smith has poured his heart and soul into this organization. He himself said that in an interview, basically, when he was – I mean, I remember he, he didn't use it, his softball game as leverage, but – he wanted, and maybe this is something you and I have even talked about, but he wanted to get the softball game booked regardless of what his contract status was at the time. There was a time when, I mean, I think his extension went close to the 11th hour, if I'm not mistaken, but the softball game was happening regardless. And, you know, it just, I could see Riley Smith not being happy the way things worked out. And obviously he's a professional. He's not going to show that. He's going to be the best version of himself. There we go, Coach Cassidy. He's going to be the best version of himself over in Pittsburgh and do what he can to bring a cup to that you know team with a 
all sorts of uh, explosive players. But I don't know. I felt a little salt in the air. And to be fair, I talked to like three or four different people. My father said he felt he was just being a little emotional in the moments. I did talk to some of the other people upstairs. They didn't agree with me. So it's just my perspective. So I could be totally wrong on that, too. I like it. Just go against the grain. Aaron Rodgers, hole-in-one, rigged. And then he shows up at the game. (laughs) He got booed, huh? You know, I was actually walking. So every game when my son is there, we spend a good chunk of the second period taking a walk. We love that spot. I always forget what section it's behind, where they have a digital display above a bar. And it's like almost watching a video game. You're watching the players' numbers and the puck and stuff like that. That's my son Christopher's favorite thing to do with me in intermission. And we, or I'm sorry, during the during the second period, we watch probably a good chunk of the game there. And it's just it's fun. It's like it's like if you're a coach and drawing up the perfect plays, like you're watching the game unfold like that. So long story longer, I was actually I didn't catch that. I was somewhere in the back of the house, probably making my way back upstairs. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, next next Raiders quarterback Tony. Is that what's happened? You got a scoop for for us there? No, I don't have a scoop there, but. On that video wall that's kind of like digital digital ties, is that the right way to say that? Uh, Absolutely. Are there shot passes included up there? It said shot pass, definitely. It said shot pass, 100%. Okay. Jonathan Marchessault is heating up. He's definitely heating up. Uh, opened the scoring last night for VGK. He's the catalyst for this team. First goal against the Rangers. Empty netter, a la Carlson style against Nashville goals there now in three straight games and even his kid scored a goal last night so the Marsha so fam is on fire I mean I think you definitely got to blame the kid for Marsha so getting his goal he's not gonna let his son score a goal and get shown up on the ice so good on uh good on good planning by the Golden Knights organization to make sure his kid was out there on the ice and stuff and there we go but back to this game like I put a tweet out I think between the second and third Obviously, and you you can relate to this when you're at a game doing the the press you know the press thing. You're thinking about questions to ask the players and the coaching staff after the game is over, based on what you're watching. And I put a tweet out there, just kind of talking about. I just don't feel like the feel. It felt like too tall of a hill for the Golden Knights, right? You knew Pittsburgh was going to start slow. They had four days off. They'd probably been in Vegas since Thursday, if I had to guess. So. Yes, they're acclimated to the time change and, and all of that stuff, but still four days off is a long time in the NHL to just turn it back on and get to game speed. So I felt the Golden Knights' best chance to win this game was going to be an early jump in the first period. And it just felt like like the question I had queued up for Cassidy was, are games like this going to happen when you're down so many of the team's stars where you just chalk it up to, hey, we didn't have it tonight, got to be better in the next game, or is there more to it? And obviously we learned what the more to it was in the sense that this team does still have the ability to dig deep. And I forgot which uh, member of the media asked about it, but I think, I think it was Chapman. Um, Chris Chapman asked about, is the team concerned, right? There's a lot of confidence in the locker room and the bench when the team is losing in a game, but when they're down so many stars, do you still have that same confidence when the team is down? And, and Cassidy mentioned that eh, with the players out, you can certainly see that happening. The team being a little bit more down when they're not, you know, when they're trailing in a game minus all the big stars and stuff. But a game like this reminds the Golden Knights what they are capable of, what they can do 
even without all these big stars in the lineup, there's still big stars in the lineup that can do it and get the team back. So a lot to like about that game, and it's a great confidence booster as the team heads out to the East Coast for a very difficult four-game trip. Also a confidence booster, Cassidy had the longest answer to your question at the postgame. He, he really is great. He really is great. Awesome. I, I, love, I love interacting with no, Cassidy. He's great. He's, awesome. he's super. Uh, coming up next, Brendan Brisson. We talk about his connection from when he was a little tyke about Jonathan Marchessault's son's age, right? And the connection there with Crosby and Malkin. Talk about that when we return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps you and your ride or die going and alive. eBay Motors, geez Louise, it is a Sunday. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and to level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride each and every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need, all the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into your MVP and to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first lesson. And yes, we are recording this show on Sunday. So we get it out there nice and early. And we can enjoy the rest of our Sunday fun day. Even though it's soggy here in Vegas and all that. And yeah, I'm a little bit beat up. I broadcast three games, high school games last night for you there, Mr. Golick. So I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but I kept track with all of your sensational, phenomenal tweets last night. So thank you for doing that. Of course, and don't forget, WTF, what the Friday, Saturdays is the Chris and Chris show. Any highlights from the past weekend? Immaculate, immaculate tweets, immaculate tweets, Tony, come on. Was it an immaculate show with you and Chris and Chris, the YouTube exclusive? No, it's as immaculate as this show is, but it's fun. It's fun. We have a good time. We have some good chirps. And, you know, Chris brings some different perspectives than I just don't expect sometimes, which is what I really do enjoy, you know, doing about doing the show with. And it's not all about looking at the, watching these games as, I don't know if I'm going to call myself a trained eye, but I've been watching hockey for the better part of my 43 years on this planet and I know the game pretty well but you know Chris has really been involved for a couple of years and it's actually even more interesting at times getting that perspective and how he feels about the players and stuff like that it's it's a lot of fun so it's on YouTube only folks so you have to put up with uh, listening and watching but we have uh, we have a good time Brendan Brisson said that he put the puck in net and blacked out from there after he scored his first NHL goal a huge sell. He said he didn't remember it. Uh, Brisson said that, that someone told him that Sidney Crosby was on the ice when he scored. Pat Brisson, Brennan's dad, represents Crosby. And Brisson said that Crosby was at his house when he was drafted. Uh, before Crosby was drafted, grew up around him and Evgeny Malkin. And the goal against uh, them on the ice last night was very special. 
What was your question to Briso last night? I'm going to stick with Briso if that's okay, if you don't mind. No, I'll make I up my different... own stinking nicknames because I don't understand the other ones. We had a few different questions. Um, he mentioned about the blackout, which you just which you, which you alluded to. So I asked him if uh, once he came out of blackout status, uh, when when um, Bruce Cusick uh, did his goal call, what did that feel like? He compared it to the feeling of the preseason and everything. Um, probably the most important question that I that I asked him though, uh, Brisson did allude to the stars or the leaders. I forgot his exact wording, but the stars or the leaders said what they had to say between the second and third period, and then obviously the team came back. So I asked Brisson to expand a little bit on that, and he talked about the team just sticking to their game, not overthinking it, and basically the opportunities are going to come. So it's important that Brisson, yes, he's a kid taking all of this in, and he's definitely got a lot of learning to do, but He's also paying attention. He's also keeping an eye on what happens in that locker room. Uh, his debut, he got to sit next to Mark Stone a lot on the bench and just talked about how intense Stone was. And obviously, Stone had that big hat trick that game. So certainly um, an infectious um, attitude, I guess you can say. And then we did talk about the blackout status and everything. I forgot what else I had. I, I had a third question in there. We were just all firing and having a good time. He's he's such a good interview. Like he's having so much fun right he's now. He's a genuine he's not, kid. He's, he's he genuine. Is. He definitely is. He's he's genuine and like I was talking to I think Stephen Marsh. He he just has it. And I don't it's hard to explain what it is, but Brisson has it. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Brisson's gonna be with the Golden Knights as far as on the big club um, a few weeks from now as everyone starts to come back. But this is a good glimpse into the future of what Brisson will bring to this organization unless they trade him down the road, which I, do, I hope Ooh. that doesn't happen. It would be nice to see Brisson develop here, but we've seen this path go a little bit differently for some of the younger talent in this organization. So, that would be a tough pill to swallow, but, um, you know, in McCrimmon, we trust if that's the path. And I don't think that's the path. I doubt that's the path. Or is it? Much like me cramming for three high school games, which I had no idea who the players were in two days. Uh, I think that he's absorbed a lot. Brisson has. I don't know. It's a bad analogy. Uh, he's absorbed a who, lot. Who crams more, the kids for the game or you for the game? I cram so much. It's ridiculous. I'm a quick study. Thank goodness. I don't know where that came from, but. I just can turn it around really fast on a moment's notice. I've had, well, last year, the Big West Conference Tournament, an hour and a half before the first tip-off, I get the call. Hey, can you be our sideline reporter on TV? Uh, sure. What time's the game start? It's 1030 Wait, in the morning. Started at noon. Driving yes. over to a Dollar Loan Center. I said, hang on a second. want to make sure I have a clean suit first and foremost, right? Hour and a half later, I'm on the air. I'm driving over to the Dollar Loan Center. I don't even know who's playing in the game. And it was a girls' game and women's game, and it was fun. But the one thing that Brisson has learned here, we get sidetracked on Sundays. It's sidetracked Sundays. There we go. We we only get sidetracked on days ending in Y. Okay. Yeah, this is true. Okay, so the one thing I think that Brisson learned was that, remember Cassidy said in his post-game presser after his first game that he needs to get his shot off quicker, right? And that's exactly what he did last night. And so that's why I thought there was some growth there. He listened to the coach. Again, he found that open space on the ice. And he didn't even hesitate, right? And he just shot the puck. Just put the puck on net. 
I mean, the Golden Knights need shooters in the lineup. That's what's keeping Dorofiev in the line right now. And also, Dorofiev is going to the net. As Brisson is, like, you can see Brisson getting a little more comfortable in his own skin out there and finding the soft spots of the ice. And, you know, maybe he is that player that's just going to have a much better, more noticeability in the NHL versus the AHL. Who knows? We were... Obviously, we'll have to see how that goes, but want to make sure we get a couple of these just absolute nuggets in. So Brisson did share two stories about Crosby and Malkin last night and their childhood and everything. So one, Brennan Brisson said that his brother had to go get stitches. Crosby was at the house. I'm assuming he's of adult enough age to keep an eye on young Brisson at the time. So... Brendan said when his family got back from the hospital after his brother got stitches, there was Crosby bathing Brisson in the kitchen sink. <laughs> so the, what just happened? Like, and, and then the goal, Crosby and Malkin are both on the ice, too. I mean, it's just like what a full circle moment. And then and then this is just a, a goofy, funny story that that Brisson uh shared regarding Malkin he mentioned something about they were in a pool when he was a lot younger and Malkin was the shark acting like he was the shark so that was uh, Malkin's first I guess nickname given to him by Brendan called him the shark growing up so just like this stuff I mean it's I love talking about the human side of sports the human elements and yes they're making money yes these are very well-paid athletes that live different lives than all of us do but they're still humans Watch Brendan Brisson's interview if you want to understand what it's like watching a human as far as interacting and just explaining what the game is like. So, so much fun last night. Definitely huge congrats to Brisson and a huge congrats, I guess, to everyone that got to witness that moment. Just a great moment last night. Yeah, and his dad and mom were in the stands. His dad, Pat, just a little story here. Of course, it's Sunday, sidetrack Sunday. But uh, dad, Pat, back in the 90s, used to play beer league hockey used to come in from L.A., and he played with one of my friends on the same team. And he was a wild man back then, Pat Bersan. Okay? And that we'll just leave it there. No other stories. But he would come in from L.A. to play beer league here at the good old Sobe Arena in the 90s. Wasn't it Sobe? What do they call that place up there? Sobe, Pepsi, Fiesta. <laughs> Fiesta. And, uh, okay, I thought that I definitely felt that Bersan could help the younger Bersan. Brendan, we're talking about, uh, could help VGK. Uh, I thought the dad could too by signing some other players and what happened, but that's another story. Uh, but he's getting some good time and some good reps in is Brendan Brisson on the NHL level. So that'll pay dividends for him somewhere down the line. And he is who we thought he would be. I definitely thought he would be a guy that can help them. Thought he should have been brought up sooner. For some reason, they were just taking their time. Coming up next, we have our preview of VGK and Jersey. Okay, the Golden Knights head to the Rock. It's coming your way next, right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Did you know, Chris, as an aside, I had a really bad accent when I moved to Vegas. Really bad. You told uh, me okay. you had to sleep. You said you had to like go to sleep and listening to yeah, you told me all about it once. It's actually so what I did was what I did was I read books into my good old Sony Morantz recorder back in the day. I would read into it and then fall asleep listening to myself back. I had no R's in the vocabulary. That's a Jersey thing. Just like our viewers when you talk, they fall asleep. Yes. Yes. Oh, 
Yes. The NFL postseason is here, and there's still time to get into the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like the live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights, this Sunday-Monday edition of our show, this episode. We appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We definitely thank you so much. And, of course, especially our everydayers. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's free 99 to subscribe there. So, VGK. That's pretty good. Pretty good. V- VGK, the first of a back-to-back in my hood in Newark. Don't step outside of the rock. Okay. And uh, uh, they play on Monday against the Devils. And then the Islanders on Tuesday. So rigged. So rigged with... Jack Hughes and most of the lineup being out for the Jersey Devils. And then the Islanders, the Islanders adapting to Patrick Waz, their new head coach. This is so stinking rigged. So they play a back-to-back against teams that are like at 20%. All right. So they face two teams. No, that's going to be – yeah, it looks like teams. Jack Hughes is out right now. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's good, but million, not good. $26 million on the injured list for the Devils. $26 million. Don't complain, VGK fans. They don't have as much talent there that can come through, and they don't have VGK is over twenty six million, but whatever. Okay. Um, but so, New so Jersey, New Jersey's in fifth in the Metro. Uh, injuries have also hit the Devils really hard. Uh, Timo Meyer just returned this week, Chris. I just want to get through all these injuries and then no, make fire, some dude. excuses for New Jersey in case they lose. And then Jack Hughes is now week to week. Andres Palat is out. Tomas Nosek is out. Dougie Hamilton, the VGK killer, is out. Brendan Smith is out. It's a mess in Jersey right now. Their last 11, they're 5-5-1. Five, five and one. Go ahead. You have the floor. Yeah, no, I mean, looking at a few things, uh, New Jersey building their team very well. You look at Luke Hughes, Alexander Holtz, Dawson Mercer, all very recent rookies that this team has developed, I believe, through the draft. And Jack Hughes, unfortunately, he's not going to be out there. 45 points, 32 games. Timo Meyer is who he is. Um, he got paid a lot of money to do not a lot of work, apparently, by his stat line. So this game is going to be like, in my opinion, the Rangers game. So the New York Rangers played last Tuesday against the Seattle Kraken. One day of travel. And then, boom, they're playing a game in a time zone three hours apart against the Golden Knights. Same thing is going to happen, right? Golden Knights played on Sunday. Or they played on Saturday, pardon me. They're traveling on Sunday, and they got a Monday game in a different time zone three hours ahead. Now, like Tony said, there's a lot of injuries to New Jersey, so that's certainly a plus. But this is going to be a tough spot for the Golden Knights to get up and be ready to go. Um, same breath, I think, as the game wears on, fatigue will set in just with the travel and the jet lag and everything else. So hopefully the Golden Knights can get quick starts in the first period, you know, for first, second and third period in that first like five to eight minute uh, window. If they can do that and then weather the storm, they'll be just fine. And 
you know, you wonder if Aiden Hill is going to be joining the team on this trip. All signs seem to be pointing to that direction. Very important as there's two back-to-back scenarios, four games, six nights, definitely um, a little bit of the unrigging of the schedule coming apart, Tony Cordasco. But you did mention uh, the New York Islanders. See, I think that Islanders game is going to be tough for a couple reasons, just to Aiden Hill's first game back. Sunday here. It's got to be. It'll be Aiden Hill's first game back. It definitely possibly could be. But new coach, Patrick Waugh, and they're going to want to, you know, teams always seem to find a way to get a jump when the new coach comes in. So two very tough games with the time zone change and then the, the back-to-back. Listen, if the Golden Knights can find a path to four points on this road trip, that's a great road trip. I know everyone would love to see a seven or eight game winning streak. That's not going to be the reality, folks. I'll tell you right now. But four points, four games, all-star break, reinforcements come back after. The Bull Knights are not in that bad of a spot all of a sudden, folks. Goaltending has not been very good for New Jersey. Vitek Vanacek, 63rd in in the league in high danger chances. Stop. And in 882 save percentage. That's who they're probably going to face. That's who they'll probably face in the game uh, coming I mean, up on Monday. Uh, rookie Nico Dawes is, has the highest Dawes. save percentage at 903. Yeah. And everyone Akira wants him Schmidt, to be a regular goalie. Yeah, I mean, Akira Schmidt, 8.93. Schmidt back down 8, to the minors, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they can all be in the minors with these numbers. I mean, let's be real here. 322, 3.219 goals again. So there's certainly an equalizer in the goaltending and the defense for the New Jersey Devils that will hopefully wash the, the tough travel and the schedule and everything for the Golden Knights. Some. This could be a game where that just kind of has that track meet vibe, right? They're definitely the Golden Knights defense has been playing so well. The goaltending has been very good. I mentioned um, uh, Logan Thompson was at a nine four seven save percentage in his last five games prior wow. to yesterday's game. Wow. Uh, gave up two goals, I want to say, on thirty shots, approximately, maybe a little more, a little less. But point being, his save percentage goes even up a little bit more. So. You know, a lot. I mean, like I said, a lot to like right now. Logan was getting dragged in this town two weeks ago. Like he was mm. literally getting dragged two weeks ago on social media. And I'm, I'm I put myself out there as defending him for a couple of reasons. And I'm I'm glad I did because I'm right. And most of you guys were wrong if you were dragging Logan Thompson a couple of weeks ago. So shame on you. And I'm going to it's getting harder to pat myself on the back the older I get. But I'm going to pat myself on the back. Yeah, don't uh, don't tear a muscle. We need you, man. Don't go day to week. Week to week, week. I'll see you in April. Yeah, for sure. And one other stat here about New Jersey. Opponents have scored 30 times on this team first in the first period. So the opening goal has gone to opponents 30 times. VGK can get out to that early start like Cassidy wants them to do that. Then they could be in business in that game coming up on my so let me give you a couple stats before you take us out of here so all right brennan brisson three and oh whatever maverick is one and oh in the building whatever goldie won a stanley cup okay so goldie greater than brisson greater than maverick you will not win that argument folks goldie is the greatest yeah i can't wait for the dateline special to come out about goldie and the investigation it might be years just an absolute troll job I hope the team does an epic troll job on us and like 
does a video talking about Goldie and stuff and like an update where Goldie is and where Goldie's family living, and all that. Living his best life. That would life. be so awesome. Wouldn't that be so awesome? Someone said that goldfish, the life of a goldfish is could be like five, six years or so. I've never seen a that's, goldfish last. That's that a that's long. a well that's a well fed fish in a in a safe environment. I mean, yeah, that's, uh, not not on the ice. I don't think that was very helpful to put him out on the ice. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Coming up on Tuesday show. <laughs> that's a show. That's a show. Yeah. That's a wrap. Uh, coming up on Tuesday's show, VGK, uh, the recap against the Devils, and we'll take you with a preview into the Islander game. From a man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. Thanks for tuning in for everyone, especially our everydayers. And please subscribe to this nonsense on YouTube, on the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights, if you're not already. We'll see you again next time right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take care.